Welcome to a friendly discussion about black women's struggle, journey, and triumph. As we overcome our history, you may celebrate every victory. Here with me, your host, Becca, on the Black Girls Unite podcast, where you can listen even while driving. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Black Girls Unite on experiencing microaggressions. Do not touch my hair. Sincerely, Every Black Girl, Episode 6. Y'all, it is Black History Month. If no one has said it to you yet, I want to personally say Happy Black History Month and may you always be your authentic, true Black self. Also, I'm going to be 100% real with y'all. I am not editing this podcast episode so if there's any noises from me moving because my mic picks up like every sound or if there's a few pauses where it's just silence for a few seconds I apologize in advance but I wanted to try something new that I've done well I haven't done before but now I've filmed I mean I've recorded I've edited five entire episodes which is crazy to me And so I feel comfortable to some extent to not edit at all, especially that I picked up on some of the flaws that I did that caused me to spend like hours on editing. So minus adding the music to this episode, this is raw, real, uncut, unedited, and I hope you enjoy. Now back to the topic of today's episode. This goes to everyone, but specifically, you know who's do not ever touch my hair or any black girl's hair especially you didn't even ask me karen keep your hands to yourself did your mother not teach you manners and if she didn't because well you might have followed what she did but didn't your preschool kindergarten first grade teacher or beyond ever say like keep your hands to yourself don't touch so-and-so's hair And like, not only is it my personal boundaries, but it's respect. I'm not a pet at a zoo. And I damn sure ain't your pet dog that you have at home that you just don't ask them for permission. You just automatically start touching their fur. Like, no, I am a human being. And I have never gone up to a Caucasian female and started touching their hair. And in the K through 12 schooling, girls used to play with each other's hair all the time, which I imagine they probably still do. But me, I did not play in other girls' hair, black or white. Like, I don't know if you have lice or bed bugs or God forbid, whatever else. I don't know how my parents found joy in doing that. But like, I kid you not, let me tell you like an example. Stacy in class would ask Sabrina, can you play in my hair? And then Sabrina would be like, OMG, yes. And then Stacy would pull out her brush from her backpack and Sabrina would start brushing it. And then Stacy would look at me and say, do you know how to braid? I want two French braids. And I look at her and I say no. And I get back to doing my schoolwork. Like, if you're not paying me, the answer is no. And then also it's like, no, I just don't want to anyways. And quite frankly, plenty of girls would do this with one another. But I always found it weird. Like, is that just me? Look, I'm not judging anyone that did that, but I am kind of side-eyeing you. Like, why did you enjoy that? Or what was fun about that? I don't know. Like, they're not a doll. Like, this isn't just, like, play with their hair. But I guess to each its own. But you all know, if you've been listening to my podcast, I'm going to share the definition of what a microaggression is. 
And I didn't bring it up at first, but more so towards the middle. Well, I'm not sure if this will be the middle when I'm done recording, but it sure wasn't the intro. But the definition of microaggression, which fun fact for Black History Month, the term was coined by a black man who was a Howard, my bad, who was a Harvard University psychiatrist named Chester Pierce. In 1970, he said it was to describe insults and dismissals, which he regularly witnessed non-black Americans inflicting on African Americans. And the term has since since evolved, you know, it's updated. So according to the Oxford Dictionary, a microaggression is a statement, action or incident regarded as an instance of indirect, subtle or unintentional discrimination against members of a marginalized group such as a racial or ethnic minority. Have you ever experienced microaggressions? Personally, I have had plenty experiences, but one that I want to share with you all that recently happened last year just strikes me to share with y'all. So, I met this older white woman who was Russian at work and she was new to the job. So I I had already been there and she was hired on. So I literally trained her and helped her become accustomed to the job. And she was a sweet lady until she pulled some BS. So when I would see her after a while, because there was like different stations at where we worked at. So you might and also different hours of working and stuff like that. Um because during the time initially I didn't have like a set schedule but anyways so if I came in with a new hairstyle like when I did she automatically would be like wow is this your hair oh my goodness how did you achieve this style now I think I had a wig that was straight and I straight up did say like oh it's a wig because I wanted to be honest and I'm like yo like I'm going to come in here with different hairstyles and my natural hair. So I'm just not even about to, you know, and she seems sweet, like low key. I probably thought her sweetness rubbed me to thinking that, you know, she was being like sincere. But then after I took that wig out and I came to work with my natural hair puff out my fro, yo, she had the same exact reaction. And then she reached out to touch my hair one thing about my crown especially heck no you are not about to put your hands that i don't know where they have been and start touching my hair and she didn't even ask me i told her excuse me please don't touch my hair without asking she was like oh no i'm so sorry i thought it was okay it's the same thing as saying to someone like your skin is so clear what do you use for your skin And then you proceed to touch their face like that is crossing a line. And not only is she questioning my real hair or my weave or my braids every time I change my hairstyle because we had worked together for like several months. It came to a point where I was fed up like enough is enough. And I was being kind to her in response of her questions. But I had told my coworker that I might pop off, like if she does it again, or I might ignore her. And she was like, oh no, she's sweet. She probably has never been corrected about her her actions, and she's Russian, so maybe that was normal in Russia. Maybe they had, I don't know, like fewer black people. Look, I don't know, but let me tell you something. That doesn't gonna, that's not going to fly here, okay? And not for me. And so... 
also it's like bruh I really have to sit here and explain this common sense stuff like girl you know it's just annoying to be the spokesperson for all black people or to really sit here and dissect and explain what a microaggression is you know it's just kind of like bruh like keep your hands to yourself in general across the line towards anybody but anyways so yes i do want to change my hairstyle again because that's what i do and what ends up happening when i come back to work i bet y'all can predict it the same thing happened so i said i told her i was like i know everyone thinks you're so sweet and you seem sweet but i feel uncomfortable when you are commenting on my hair or trying to touch it and i want to politely say if you can stop and she was like oh oh, i'm so sorry i don't know y'all i can't do a russian accent this is bad <laughs> i'm so sorry but i kid you not then like two weeks later she tried to do the same thing after her i had already told her to stop and it was like an indirect way she was doing it because going back to the microaggression definition it can be indirect and she was like oh i like your hair what's this style called and then i'm just looking at her like oh here we go again and y'all she showed me a picture of her white daughter that had faux locks i can't make this up this is this really happened she pulled out her phone and showed me a picture of her white daughter and was like oh my daughter had a similar hairstyle and she showed me a picture of faux locks y'all y'all i had box braids that is not the same thing and it's just giving like i'm not racist my daughter's boyfriend is black like it was just giving that energy you know like i'm hollering (laughs) but i kept my distance from her i didn't bash her i didn't gossip i spoke my piece and now i'm keeping my my boundary away from you karen but let me tell you about some other examples that i saw of people online that have shared what non-black people have said to them one that i have even heard myself is i don't see color now what does that mean you don't see me am i invisible or are you blind because it's literally minimizing the racial disparities that exist because of my skin color and my skin color is a direct representation of who i am like you look at me that's a black girl what are we talking about here like you really thought you ate with that i don't see color like no you're choosing to ignore literally all the racial injustices and disparities that come along with the color that's really what that statement is saying and i could go on about that but anyways a second one i saw is when people ask where are you really from or where are your parents from because people don't see you act like the quote-unquote black people from around here and that has literally happened to me y'all so many times people will ask me oh you don't act like the people from around here but they don't want to say the black people but i know that's what they're referring to and it's like because i'm not yelling cursing or i'm speaking properly or i'm carrying myself in a certain way that you think or stereotype as all black people to do it's just like first of all mind your business about where i'm from and then secondly my parents like i'm my own person why are you worried about my parents like 
people need to be sensitive to someone's background anyways because you never know if that person doesn't even know or isn't affiliated with their relatives or parents or if they're adopted you never know so people be in people's personal business and they need, and they need to mind their business but i am not telling you where my family's from like i'm not obligated to tell you anything because first of all we're not doing any applications for job school a census it asks me what is my race you know it doesn't ask about oh your great great grandparent like chill out and it doesn't make you any different about where you're from or where your family's from from the next person because if we want to be honest almost everyone is from somewhere like people have been migrating for centuries and 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 traveling and going to many different countries not always by choice forced hello we had the transit transit yo what's going on we had the transatlantic slave trade but it irks me when caucasian people say go back to your country because first of all you need to go back to your scotland ireland wales germany ukraine like don't play with me Let's do your ancestry, 123abcme.com, whatever it's called, and, and see that your parents are really from England. Like, don't, don't, don't do that. Like, your, your, your grandparents are from Europe, born and raised. Don't, don't do that. You know, like, and I feel like maybe it's only white American predominantly that say things like that, or am I wrong? Maybe it's across the world that be like, go to a country, go to York. Look, okay, all right, all right, let me chill. But the third example I saw is what are you mixed with? We know black comes in all shades and all beautiful colors. And people may assume like because someone's lighter tone or their hair is a different texture, like they have to be mixed. And it's like, I, I never, I never ask people that. Like, I have a dialogue with you and it's always that person that initiates or brings up the conversation of having a black, white mom or dad never me because i'm not gonna assume that like you're assuming they're mixed excuse me and then if you're genuinely curious you can just ask someone like what's your ethnicity what's your nationality what's your race like why are you already coming here with your presumptions that they're mixed and being like what what you can't be your or even people who don't appear mixed being like oh no they're not mixed like who are you to put in your input you don't know you don't know nothing about them like stop it and if only we all had the same thought process of not just going up to people asking what they're mixed with and just going up to people and touching their hair or questioning where they were born or their behavior in comparison to other marginalized or ethnic groups like if we all had the same thought process to just be respectful and keep our boundaries what a time it would be to be alive i'm black black on black black on black mixed with black and black my parents black both sides of the family like you know it's lit over here but once again happy black history month and you have to say it well if you want to to your brothers and sisters it's never too late unless you wait until march then yeah it's no longer black history month the shortest month of the year yeah i know man look we get into it in the comment section for sure but just like share your support and encouragement to your fellow black peers like hey black man or black woman i see you i see your black excellence and i support you like even just a text message y'all 
could go a long way. It can make someone's day even. But when black girls unite together, the stronger we stand. If you haven't already, watch the episode series on Netflix titled Self Made, inspired by the life of Madam C.J. Walker, which is about an African-American washerwoman who rises above poverty to build a beauty empire and become the first female self-made millionaire based on a true story. Yes, indeed, this is documented on World's Guinness Records as the first female self-made millionaire. She was a black woman that created her own hair care products from scratch. And it's Black History Month, and that series is so empowering, and there is drama for the ones that do want to have a little grab, you know, a little snack, and enjoy something for the culture. But I hope you enjoy that series as much as I did. Please rate this podcast and leave a review of this episode on my podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I always say Apple Podcasts, so weird, but Spotify or Apple Podcasts, that just helps me know what you like or if you didn't like. And now I shared, so now it's your turn. Please let me know your testimonies or story times where you experienced microaggressions. Comment in the YouTube comments of this episode or answer in the question poll on Spotify that will ask you what do you think of this episode. You could just share there or email me at black girls unite podcast at gmail.com you can listen to me on apple podcast spotify and youtube named black girls unite follow my tiktok at black girls unite podcast and facebook at melanin queens pod for updates behind the scenes and sneak peeks of new episodes tune into my next episode next wednesday where we'll talk about black girls unite on experiencing colorism the complexion toxicity light skin versus brown skin versus dark skin colorism war i look forward to having you all there bye y'all